Hello, everybody out there today. Thank you for joining us for another edition of SpinCast. Today, we've got some very special guests uh, on our panel. We've got some associates here from the Charlotte Venom or Hornet Venom GT. Uh, it's the local NBA 2K professional franchise that is a part of the Charlotte Hornets organization as well. And with us today, we have got Brian Trainer, also known as Nacho, Coach Lawrence West, one of the players, Alante Proctor, also known as Gliz, and another player, Gio Elizondo, known as Trap. Good day to all of you. Hope everybody's doing well during these crazy times. But uh, want you guys really talk a little bit about yourself, where you're from originally, kind of how you got to where you are today, and then that'll kind of help us open up into some questions and kind of go from there. So start off with Nacho. Why don't you tell us a little bit about you, and we'll pick it up from there. So um, obviously, you know, my name's Nacho. Uh, I was from Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, went to Miami University for college. You know, stayed local, 10-minute drive from my house. So, you know, I was like, yeah, let's uh, – Let's stay close and go to school, uh, have an art degree in fine art. So like I went to school for painting, which is kind of funny. Um, and then as I, you know, got into the career, so um, the 2K League announced itself. Uh, I, you know, they announced like the combine where you try out and try to make the league. And I was like, hey, you know, I got a slow month here um, of paintings and commission work. I was like, yeah, let's try it, see if I can make it. And then it ended up happening. You know, I got drafted by Orlando the player in the league drafted fourth round in Orlando just missed playoffs. And then I had to go back into the draft because the team didn't retain me the next season. I got picked up again by Minnesota and we uh, won the championship uh, last year. So then two seasons and then I was like, yeah, you know, I, uh, I already got a ring, you know, I, I can go out on top. Uh, let me, let me go to the upper management and come down here to the Hornets, you know, look at they, uh, I submitted my application and got down here. I'm a marketing manager, you know, operations manager, just trying to make sure all the guys know where we're supposed to be and kind of do like the content and the direction overall of like how we want to like approach ourselves on social and to the media. And that's how we are now. Awesome. Awesome. And it's a little bit warmer here than Minnesota, by the way. <laughs> uh, definitely I I, I, rem I remember very distinctly because I, I kept track was the first day it hit 60 degrees was June 2nd so like that was it, it was from June until like very early October it was warm and then it just went straight to 30s 30s 20s two inches <laughs> two feet of snow <laughs> that's tor that's torture that's torture yeah. leave the weather up there but bring some of that ring flavor down here for the Hornets I love it oh yeah Coach West, a little bit about you. Okay, I like to say, you know, um, Lawrence West. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay, so like uh, Lawrence West is also known as uh, Big West uh, to the the community or whatever everybody call him Big West. That's with two G's, uh, B I G G W S T. Um, I pretty much, um, <clears throat> you know, like I kind of got my start like um, back in I say about five years ago. You know, pretty much was a part of a like a which now we consider as the amateur scene. It's a MPBA league. It's uh, known as my my player basketball association. So you know, kind of help come up create that and like build a platform for all the top players at the time. That that kind of you know kind of get everybody under one roof. I guess because this 
right around the time where people was playing like just like a lot of ranked games. You know, you can see them on the leaderboard. One thing everybody wanted to be was number one on the leaderboard. So you look at the leaderboards on NBA 2K, you can see who number one. And, you know, if you run into them in traffic, you know, like just randomly, you know, you, you know, you kind of know they're number one, you're trying to gun for them. So what we try to do is, um, you know, kind of simply took the NBA format and, you know, kind of did like 82 game seasons, playoffs and things like that. And we just kind of reached out to everybody that was on those leaderboards and, you know, kind of got them all housed up under one thing and just kind of give them something to compete for, just being the best amongst each other. And it just – it kind of went from there, you know. Um, and it, it, the NPBA kind of became a premier league that everybody wanted to play in. Everybody kind of made their name in in that, in that league. So we fast forward to 2017 to 18, you know, NBA 2K League – they announced the uh, NBA 2K League. So now, you know, we have an actual professional league to this now. So now in the first season, I say out of the original 102, I think probably about 80 players, you know, came from, you know, that kind of really harnessed their skills in the NPBA and like and got drafted in into the first original 102. So that was a pretty special moment right there. Nice. Um, you know, so the first season went by, I kind of uh, was just on the outside, like, because, you know, I, I coach – football, youth football around in the area, um, Charlotte area, in Rocky area. So, you know, I just had, like, real heavy focus on that. Um, so I kind of – just kind of watched the league from afar and just supported everybody that I knew. Like, a lot of people who I came up with in the ranks, they – you know, whether they got jobs for the league or the players playing, just kind of support them from afar. Um, going into season two, um, they had some more expansion teams, like Atlanta was one of them. So they brought me on to kind of be like an analyst and – you know, just uh, kind of do do whatever kind of guy you know, um, whatever's needed, and I helped build out their team for that for the two K league for season two. Uh, was, I think it was great, like you know, great great team overall. You know, they just had some shortcomings throughout the season, but you know, I guess that's you know something to be expected. You know, kind of learned a lot in doing that process and putting certain personalities together and things like that. So uh, when this opportunity right here uh, came to, you know, kind of to be the coach, like, as you know, I had a coaching background in, in a way, and, then, you know, just kind of felt building out this team and, you know, bringing players here. And I kind of – going into this season, I kind of knew kind of personalities I wanted to bring here who I, who I felt they can really uh, gel together. So this is where I'm at today. Great. Great. Seems like a natural fit. That's awesome. That's awesome. Gliz. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm not going to lie. I knew I was next. I was like, I'm next. I'm next. I'm joking. But um, my name is Alante Proctor, you know. Um, I'm from Washington, D.C. Uh, so before this 2K League, I was working, but I was also planning, like, local tournaments of gaming, like, 2K-wise. So I was like – and then when the 2K League came up, I was like, I can make this, you know. And um, the first year, I did not make it. I was, like, so disappointed because I, I thought I had the stats and everything. It was just like – it was like – I guess you're not good enough this year. So I was like, okay, so um, I like try to work even harder for the next year. So when I made it the next year, I actually got drafted to uh, Utah. I went to, um, I went to the Jazz. I played there. I, I think I did well. I think I did great, to be honest with you. So that's why I ended up in Charlotte the next year. So uh, I, I guess Charlotte thought I was a steal in a draft, and they, they got me and stuff like that. But um, that's how I got involved in, like, in a um, 2K era. Awesome. Awesome. You're here now. You're here now. Here to stay. Trap, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. All right. My name's Gio Elizondo. Um, Gio short for Giovanni. 
but everybody just called me Gio. It's a thing that started in high school with my football coach. But um, I started playing 2K more as a hobby, not as sort of thing just to, for more fun because um, I've always worked. I do construction work. I'm a medical gas plumber, licensed one in the state of Texas. So that would usually take up most of my time, and this was something I would do, you know, when you're late at night or you ain't got nothing to do. And um, it kind of turned into – Another another breed of, of of competitiveness, you know, playing at a higher level. I ended up running into some guys, which is the point guard of this team. His name is Alex Wheeler. Um, it goes by Expose Him. I ended up running to him on Twitter, and we met up, and we ended up becoming uh, making a team. Well, they already kind of had the team, but it wasn't really known. It's called Self Talk, and like Big West is saying about the leaderboards, we ended up becoming number one on those leaderboards. We played every day. We started getting better. We were starting to beat some of the better teams. But this was after um, some of the players I drafted in 2018. The draft already happened. We didn't make it. I didn't really try. I tried for it, but I didn't really know what was going on in the process of what to do, what to look for. So I didn't make it. But um, then the following year, we came back. We had our team name, our brand, and um, we competed at the highest level, be it some of these teams. And the process happened again in the second year. Like, um, Gliz, he made it the second year. Um, nobody on my team but one, the center. He plays for Dallas now for the Mavs gaming. His name is uh, Pete D. Ballin. He made it. He got in, but none of us made it. So we went to the next year, which is um, this year, you know, this year's draft. And we started well. We struggled a little bit, but we ended up winning the Minnesota Timberwolves tournament, um, uh, T-Wolves gaming. Um, and I won the selection for the automatic bid for the draft out of that tournament so I didn't have to go through the combine process I made it through there and I so I automatically got in the combine and I was drafted by the Hornets so it's been a cool experience for me obviously it's difficult through the the virus situation going on we're not able to enjoy the city and see you know everything Charlotte's for but I mean I do enjoy my experience of coming from construction you know I'm not out in the sun every day I'm not out there picking up heavy things and I get to rest a little bit play games for a living it's a change of pace for everything for me yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, hopefully for all of our sake, you know, this virus will pass just like everything else. It's just a matter of doing our part, being patient, and uh, we're all in the same boat. But I appreciate all of you joining us today. Let, this question will be more for you, Nacho. Let's start off with NBA 2K versus NBA. Certainly there's going to be a lot of similarities, but some dis distinct differences as well. In mm -hmm. your mind, what are some of the most common similarities and some of the most common differences between the two? Um, I guess the common uh, common threads for similarities would be obviously the competitiveness is, I mean, this is a professional league. These are play people who are practicing their craft eight to 10 hours a day. And like, obviously that, you know, that drive is kind of similar to NBA players. Like the player mentality is similar. Um, watching film, breaking down opponents and like running drills. Like it's not necessarily as in depth as the NBA because obviously we only like, you know, we get the players, they're in market for about a month and then boom, all of a sudden, Hey, um, you know, we start regular season games where like the NBA, you know, you have players for years, you get to hold on to them for a while. So um, for here, it was a little different, but a another similarity obviously is just like the practicing, you know, like coach mentalities, like I'm sure Wes can talk about it is really like, it's, it it's almost like, finding a way to get better on the games like we'll watch our film internally say hey you know Liz you know you got to do this this and this differently you know like 
you got to play the pick and roll higher. You know, like we use a lot of traditional basketball techniques, mm-hmm. but because it's a video game, like for example, like NBA players, you know, if, if the Hornets have four players on their team shooting 40% from three, I mean, you know, coach JB would love it. But like in our league, you know, you shoot close to 50, 60, maybe even 70% from three. So like, you know, you got to know how to adjust your game knowing, you know, you can't leave anybody open. Right. So it's it's like stuff like that. But some of the differences, obviously, like I would say on the behind the scenes side is, you know, it's it's a very young demographic. Like it's it's primarily like 80 percent of the community is primarily like primarily like 13, age 13 to 30 male. Like that's just kind of the makeup of 2K. Like it's one of the biggest selling games in the U.S. every year. But, you know, with the NBA, obviously, they try, like, the, as far as marketing and, you know, presenting yourself, you're trying to cast as wide net as possible with, the, like, the Hornets. You know, they want to make sure they can get, you know, the, the young guys, the old grandmas who want to, you know, who are, who've been fans for 40 years, you know, the, anybody they can get a hold of. But with us, you know, like, obviously, it's such a young demographic. We have to approach things differently. So, like, do we – focused primarily on streaming we focus on you know trying to work towards getting partners with like you know uh mountain dew instead of you know maybe jiffy lube like the tires like you know there's there's certain things that go into the brand and there's certain things that go into um like the the situation here because also the players are so young too like we have three players under the age of 21 so We've got player, and on top of it, like some of them have never lived away from home. I can, I guarantee you, two of our, I know two of our players uh, on our on our team this year has never been outside of their home. You know, they're and then uh, you know they're moving here. You know, we almost got to act as like almost caretakers slash you know parents while they're here. So um, it's a little different, but um, it, there's a lot of similarities, and I know if 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 Wes talked to coach JB of the Hornets or talked to pop on the Spurs, you know, there's a lot of similarities in what we do with, um, with NBA. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Speaking of big West practice schedules, what's your, your typical routine. Now, again, we're kind of in a new normal. So obviously the majority of things I would assume you're doing now are online. So let's go backwards a little bit to when prior to the coronavirus when you guys are able to get together at the spectrum, practice-wise, what's your day-to-day routine basically look like? Okay, like, well, um, it, whether we at the spectrum or here, our practice schedule, it's pretty much going to run about the same. Um, you know, as far as physically, it ain't like I could, I mean, I could, you know, get the guys up, come in an hour early, run, you know, kind of get in shape. But, like, that's not – the physical part ain't so much, you know, you know um, what's a part of of our, our, our league, you know, like, so that's, I, I want to say that's kind of like a primary difference. So it's just like finding time, like I say, we usually typically start the day off about 11 o'clock and, um, you know, just start practice. Like we, we scrim anywhere from between five to, I, I'd say five to 10 hours a day, almost just, it's just depend. like some, like lately I kind of been, you know, kind of easing up on just because, you know, what's going on and, you know, I don't really want to necessarily burn them out. But like, um, it can usually take about that long. Then I then you throw in time to watch film, and then there's other modes on the game. Like I'm I'm starting to really 
uh, dive into just this way just kind of be us versus the CPU and just things like that just so we can just kind of work on our on our plays because like currently the, the way where we in right now like I can't have like a practice squad come in so I can be able to have my practice squad and kind of work on those those like different plays and different sets where the rest of the league can't see so mm-hmm. I, now I'm learning that now I'm just trying to take advantage of a a practice mode that we have where we can just load up against the CPUs and just kind of, even though the guys are probably bored, I don't want to do it, but I think in the long haul it's going to like really help us like kind of get out um, where we need to be on our floor, just trying to help perfect uh, the plays that we want to run without, you know, giving it away to uh, other teams versus the league. Cause right now, you know, we're only able to scrimmage against other league teams right. and eventually some of the teams we got to play, you know, somewhere mm-hmm. throughout, throughout the season. So like I just, It'd be funny you said. I just looked at the schedule yesterday. Like I'm eyeing like the first six to eight teams. Like really trying to hope to to stay away from doing scrims because those could be very much so going to be the teams we probably play in the first two weeks of the season. You know, just if we we're going to do it via online. Mm-hmm. So it's um it's that but like I say but other thing it's just like real life except like I guess you could take out the the physical part like far as you know being in shape things like that you if they in, they want to be in shape it's more for recreational purpose than just being fit with their body like I always encourage that too but like you know it's not something like you know like real basketball where we have to be in shape we have to be able to run for 48 minutes on the floor and things like that you know so right. um so that aspect of it is is not there but as far as everything else just like the game planning the practice practicing and uh, against preparation for the game, you know, like when when the season do start, you know, obviously watching about five, six to eight hours worth film on the other team just to make sure we prep, um, being prepared for our next game, learning the different player tendencies on the other teams and just trying to see, like, what, what can we use to our advantage. And the only way we're going to get to this is by being prepared. And I'm, I'm real big on preparation. Awesome. I'll prepare the other team, puts you in at an advantage, no, no doubt, no doubt. Gliz, you're more uh, – you've been in the league for a little bit now. Talk about what you like the most. Is it game day? Is it the practices? Is it the camaraderie amongst the team? Probably a little bit of all of that. But what you look forward to the most. And also, I understand that a lot of the events take place, obviously, at the home fields, if you will, of a number of the teams. Like the Spectrum has their spot here. You guys go to New York to play. Talk a little bit about that, too, for the fans. Um, I like – I like – a lot of things from um, the league, but um, cause actually, uh, we actually traveled to Vegas. We went to Vegas. My first time ever going to Vegas. So we had a turnout in Vegas. We went to Vegas, uh, and then we end up going to Orlando. I like the traveling. Like I'm not gonna lie. At first, I didn't like planes. It's my first time ever getting on a plane going to Salt Lake City. So it's a long ride. But um, the traveling is pretty cool. Then everything is like really free. So it's like you you. you you basically, it's, it's, it's like the big deal. You feel what I'm saying? So um, the only thing you really have to pay for is food and your phone bill. Your rent is free and everything. But I like the um, the competition here also because I'm very competitive. Like like I said, I used to um, do local gaming where it's like I can walk the street and people notice me because they're like, oh, yeah, that's one of the one of the big guys in our city, like who people like used to bet on and stuff like that to play games. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I love everything about this uh, league. Uh, I want to stay in it for as long as I can. Got it. Good deal. Good deal. How about for you, Trap? What do you look forward to the most as you begin through this process? This is a new year for you guys to start off. What are you looking forward to? 
I, I was looking forward to uh, us actually traveling to New York. I have never been a part of that. You know, I've never seen New York City. Um, so I wanted to see what, you know, the, the hype was about necessarily mm -hmm. but also when you get to play in front of people i got it in um, texas the mavs game and did a tournament it was called the texas ticket so we actually got to um you know it wasn't necessarily the environment that they do in new york for us but you got to experience a little bit of it you know having this same the people you play ac not across from but they were around us you can hear them you can talk a little bit to them it's a different feel from sitting in your house playing a video game versus when the guys right you know right there by you you know you can see them hear them look at them it's a yep. whole different different breed of element to the game that I ever seen before, so that was that was really awesome. But on top of that, you know, like I said, with the virus, I'm not sure we're gonna be able to travel, so we're possibly gonna have to play inside. So that's something, you know, uh, um, kind of sucks, but it is what it is. But um, you know, I'm also looking. There's tournaments that are involved with this game for big money. I'm not sure the actual payout for some of them, but that's what I was really looking forward to. I mean, there's a lot of money. I think it's a one. How much is it not just a one million or two million prize pool? 1.4 million prize pool that they have for the tournaments, the playoffs, the championship. So you can actually win a lump sum of money very fast doing this. So that's what I was looking, had my eyes on the prize, you know, since I got here. That's that's all I really see. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hey Kyle, did you hear that figure? Time for you to break out the remote control, my friend. <laughs> what is up? Start going to 2K instead of Siege. That's right. Maybe. Maybe. That's right. <laughs> Um, talking about New York again and the setting there, I was able to see some of the film actually from previous year. Um, you guys get into it. I mean, this isn't a, I'm just sitting back at home. I hope I win. I mean, you talked a little bit already about competitiveness gloves and, and stuff like that, but you guys really, really get into it. And certainly the vibe when one team is right next to the other goes through the roof. I mean, that's entertaining versus obviously, unfortunately, we have to do it from home now. But uh, talk about that a little bit. Big West, that's, that's really a question for you. Being able to see those guys compete right next to or right in front of each other, I think certainly puts a whole different level of competitiveness. The trash talk is there. I mean, yeah. it, it's like you're at a basketball game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and, I, and you're right. And all that Duke does plays a big factor. Like, I, I, I always like to use the analysis, like, for people who's, who used to, like, no, back in my day, like we we used to go over each other over your friend's house, and used to be locked in playing the game for hours. You know, every all your friends there, you know, it's it's smack talking. You don't want to lose, you know, because you you want to be known as the best, and you know, ain't nothing more competitive. You just trying to be better than your friends, and a lot of those guys in the league, they are like really like friends, you know, but they want to be the best, and obviously they playing for money too. So that mentally, yeah, like the the it, it affects the ones. Who not used to that kind of environment? Um, you know, it's 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 totally different when you home playing the game. You get frustrated. You can take your headset off. It's quiet in in your house, and you can just like like literally focus, and that makes you better. But when you're on that stage, you can't take that headset off. You can't you can't just you can't just stay focused. You got the other team across from you talking smack to you. This all you know, this intimidate you. You you're doing things like it's like a shot that you would have took at home. You might not take it there because, you know, you don't want to be the one to miss that shot and everybody looking at you, you know. So, like, you do things that you that you tend to wouldn't, wouldn't normally do when you're on the stage, especially if you're not used to the environment. And then you got the coin flip to it to the guys that's used to that kind of environment. And, then you know, that that actually riles them up. It actually makes them better, you know. So it's like, and, and you know, you, you feed out the energy of your team, you know, and you just – and your whole team can just feel it. 
So you like I said, you had that, that same aspect as you would in real life when you got the crowd cheering you on. It just seemed like it's just doing something to you, getting your superpowers, just make you better. So I um, mean, it's it's and that's the same aspect atmosphere that's created by the league, which is something different than other esports. Like I say, the way the league is structured, it actually got them facing each other right across from each other. If you look at other traditional esports, they like beside each other. So like, you know, going down, they can just kind of go straight down the line. They don't really like interact with each other too much. But in 2K League, you got that, you got that trash talking, they in your face, looking at you, you looking nervous. You, they can see, they can see when you're sweating over there. You know, you just look at it, looking down, you, you trying to peek up at them, hoping they don't see, they see all that. And it's, um, I think that's one of the most unique things about the league and uh, uh, about our esports and the other esports. No doubt. No doubt about it. And we're hopeful, again, that this passes so we can get back to that environment because that's that's a ton of fun. That's a ton of fun. Let's talk about the NBA League versus the 2K League. You know, in my opinion, 2K is pretty special as it's the only league currently operated operated by a United States major sports franchise in the NBA. So, Nacho, in your opinion, how does this help grow the brand? How does it help grow the league and your organization? Uh, so the, the league is kind of, obviously, um, the league is going normal in normal times is going to be operating outside of the NBA season. So the intent of the NBA with the league was, you know, have NBA action going on at all times. So when the NBA season's over, you know, traditional NBA fans, if they want to watch basketball can go to obviously, um, our league or the WNBA. Um, so kind of the approach for the NBA as far as what the teams and how the teams operate is just trying to reach a new demographic. Like, obviously I've said before, it's a bunch of young, young people who are, you know, interested in video games, you know, like I'm kind of in the upper end of like the, like the competitive esports. you know, like right now, 20, like 27 is old for esports. you know, that's, that's me. Um, but it's been a big thing over the last five, 10 years, especially last five years where, you know, there's serious money, there's serious influence. Cause like, I, I mean, I'm sure you've done your research, but like, for example, League of Legends uh, finals or um, like final game had more viewership than the NBA finals combined of all the games. So it's, it's just a massive thing internationally and the NBA wants to build internationally, build traditional, like, fans because for example let's say you know we have uh, like some diehard hornets venom gt fans you know like and we post about the hornets you know us associating with the hornets you know we bring their fan like esports people to the nba and we bring they bring the nba to the esports side like it's kind of like a mutual beneficial um like uh influence but it's kind of it's kind of a different because obviously it's not something the NBA has done before, you know, like the G league and the WNBA, you know, it's pretty much as extensions of the, of the NBA is like the same kind of overlaying like concepts. But here, I mean, it, it's about as different as a, as a, um, a venture the NBA could have done. Um, so building that up, obviously it's in year three and we're still working out some of like the, uh, the finer things. It's just like a massive undertaking by the NBA and it's completely behind, like the NBA loves what we do. Like, so, you know, Liz talked about it, like the competition. I mean, the players play right next to each other. They're yelling. Like that's, that's something that was unintended. They didn't, they didn't initially want them to be doing that. 
Like that was they wanted to keep the team sectioned off like other esports, but everyone loved hearing that. So they're like, yeah, let's just embrace it. Like, like, like let's make that our own. Yeah. And it's it's just been a learning process for a lot of teams because you know it's it's a it's easily one of the most changing industries. You know, like what was working two years ago for social, for content, for everything, or for just general how we um, approach our teams is completely different compared to now, like the other major esports, like League of Legends teams, like the TSMs and them, like they bring in, they've got nutritionists living with the players, um, personal trainers, um, uh, life coaches, you know, mental health coaches, traditional coaches, analytics, you know, like this, it's, it's, it's starting to begin the process of taking like traditional sports knowledge and then incorporating into here and what that's kind of what the league is starting to approach to like Wes, for example, you know, he's, he's a traditional 2k guy, you know, maybe we get to the point where, you know, we start hiring like actual basketball coaches to come in and like, you know, just think of ideas for the, for the NBA, you know, we might have, you know, maybe a, a system coach and offseason like a scout, you know, you never, <laughs> yeah. but it's uh, obviously there's a, um, a little bit of a different approach, but as far as just general undertaking the NBA, I mean, it's like, I, I can tell you, cause like I've had the luxury of talking to Adam Silver a few times, you know, in New York when he's been at the, cause he comes to the, our games all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, I mean, there, there's nobody more on board this than Adam Silver. And you know, he's, he's somebody who's really pushed for this. Well, I think they've started off really, really well. I think the concept is fantastic. And I, uh, I think it only continue to grow, which is fantastic. Trap, question for you. Now that the season's getting ready to start online, at least, is there a team that you view as maybe a rival? Or if there's not a necessary rival, is there a team you're looking forward to play? Because you know they, they should be pretty good. Um, this, there was a couple of teams because um, I came up with some players. So I do know them on a, you know, like a more traditional level, knowing them every day. It was the Wizards. There's a guy on their team the center named Dave Fry. He's also from Texas. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, you know, I do want to play him. Also, um, there was another guy, but I don't, I'm not sure if the schedule is going to change. But from way it was, you know, previously before everything happened, um, it was a guy on the Kings. His name is Kobe Yusuf. I played with him a lot before, and he's the power forward for Sacramento's team. So I did want to play him. And if there was anybody I do want to play, it's him, him the most, man. I want to beat him. I'm more, I don't want to, I don't want to see him winning anytime soon, man. You know, so, you know, but they're not on our schedule. We play them sometimes here and there and scrim. So, it, you know, it's a, you know, we're like, a, I'm like a shark in the water. I'm trying to get a taste of blood on him, man. I, you know, I don't want to see him winning no time soon, though. Gotcha. <laughs> they're probably afraid to play us. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. Hey, Gliz, now that you know, everybody kind of plays a little bit. Obviously, Nacho's got the ring. Big West came up with the league before the league, and obviously you and Trap now are in the league. If you had to play one-on-one against these other three gentlemen here, who would win? Who's the best of the four? You're talking about in, like, in the video game or like yeah. real basketball? NBA 2K. Real? Oh, because oh, I, I can beat them in both. I, I'm, the, I'm the number <laughs> one right now. In, in, in this video right now, I'm, I'm the number one. I'm the number one. Rank match, pro am, park, whatever. It's me. It's gonna be me. Man, I don't it. think. So. I don't believe that. <laughs> I love it. Trap shaking his head still. Um, how about on the court? <laughs> Who would win on the court? 
me real basketball. I just big body him, you know. He gonna try to, he, he gonna try to have a run, you know. Like we we gotta put like as long as we play half court, I'm good. <laughs> you know, some full court stuff. He, you know, he gonna outwin me. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Cool. So now this downtime, I call it downtime. We're all kind of stuck at home. Obviously, your practice schedule is intense. You guys commit a ton of time to your to your uh, to your talent with the NBA 2K schedule. When you're not practicing, are there other games that that attract you and draw your attention? If so, what are they? Uh, trap. Uh, me personally, I like um, story games more or less. Um, you know, like the the God of War franchise. The well, the new one came out, Final Fantasy. I've been streaming a little bit of that one. That's a really good game. Um, I wanted to see this new game coming out. It's called The Last of Us Two. That yeah. was a really good one, and uh, it got delayed. And there's another game that's coming out also. It comes from uh, I think a C C D is it C D Project Red? They make The Witcher. Yeah. It's the Witcher franchise, and those games are I mean they're some of the best games I've ever played. So they're coming out with a game called Cyberpunk. And but yeah, those are the games I tend to, you know use my downtime in because I can just dive in them, you know, and you can sit there and play for a couple of hours. It's something refreshing other yeah. than sports. Cause man, we play sports games a lot. I mean, yeah. we play, like you say, yeah, our practice schedule. We're going sometimes eight hours, you know, 10 hour days. We're just, you know, we're getting as much as we can on it and you know, you can turn it off and dive into something like that. It's just refreshing on the mind. Awesome. Awesome. Gliz, what do you play? Uh, I play a little bit of Madden. I like, I like football a lot. So I'm very into it. So I play, uh, in a franchise mode where it's like uh, 31 other users. And we all got like our own team, fantasy football-wise. <laughs> and I play there and I do that like every day. I like schedule a game every day from there. And now when I start playing like Call of Duty, they came out with something called Warzone. Pretty oh, cool, yeah. 150 people. But the difference is I just seen a video this morning and a dude is using an aimbot. So it's like, oh snap, they about to come out with the hacks. And I guess I'm gonna chill down on that because I don't want to get mad about losing. <laughs> But um, that's it's only two games I I, I play otherwise. So. Gotcha, Nacho. How about you, Nacho? Oh, sorry, I had my mic muted. Um, so uh, I, the big one I play is League of Legends. Uh, me, uh, obviously, I got trapped into it the last like two weeks. You know, he's been me and him have, have had some fun late night sessions of that. You know, good five six hour grinds out of practice. Um, teaching him. Uh, but I'll play that. I, I, I'm playing Valorant currently. Obviously, it's a yeah. big beta that came out. I'm not good at PC shooters, uh, so you know I look pretty bad on that. Um, but uh, the, the big ones are especially those right now. And then uh, obviously, I'm waiting on uh, Cyberpunk. That's that's a big one coming out, and I'll play like. I mean, I, I'm pretty eclectic in my in my taste, so like I'll, I'll play anything like Mario Tennis, Super Smash. You know, there's. There's really nothing I won't play except for like maybe like super story driven like walk around games. You know, like I'm not gonna enjoy playing like uh, oh and horror games because I'm a big I'm a big chicken. I, I don't play horror games. <laughs> I'm not gonna play like Amnesia or Resident Evil because like I, I I'm not gonna sleep for like three weeks. Uh, got it, got it. Uh, big West, how about you, bud? Oh man, um, like for the most most part, I I always been into like different sports games. So it was baseball, football. I uh, just uh, Nacho actually had me playing FIFA. Like he cheated me on, but um, just just a lot of big sports titles. And um, I rarely do like anything other. So I try to get into like Call of Duty, but I suck. I can't kill nobody online and things like that. So I like I like the story mode. 
and I can kind of control I can put it on easy and I can kill the computer, you know, and, and actually beat the game. But online, I'm just I just I just suck on there. And then I, I like um uh another game I like a lot that, that I didn't think I would like is like the Red Dead Redemption the Red Dead series, like Red Dead Redemption series. Yep. So like I I beat the first one and I got the second one. I'm I'm currently working on it. Um in my spare time whenever I have it. Like it's, I ain't had none in a while, but I want to get. Since we talked about, I want to get back to it and actually beat that mode of the Red Dead Redemption. Gotcha, gotcha. For our community, they obviously are. Uh, everyone's at home. We obviously would love to know a little bit more about how we can follow you guys. Uh, obviously, we can go on your website to see the schedule uh, from a community perspective. What can we do to help support the Venom GT? Um, Nacho. Well, I know Gliz would say follow his Instagram, but you know, let's let's not do that. Um, I, I obviously uh, follow Horns Venom GT on Twitter. Uh, you know, check out our Twitch channel. That you know, we have a lot of like we have some open scrims, and we're, we're currently just got done with our uh, round rob our tournament, the like Spring 16 tournament, like a like a fan event. You know, we want to put on a show with 16 teams, we played the best of three tournament. Unfortunately, got first rounded in our own tournament. It makes me sad. Uh, but you know, it's it obviously a preseason showcase. We don't take think too highly of that. But um, obviously, on on social, that's the biggest way to get inter- interacted with us. And then we retweet our players' content. And then if obviously, if you happen to like Geo or or Gliz from what you've heard, you know, you can hit them up on social you, through our channels, the team channels. But uh, yeah, it's you know that's usually the quickest way like through tw- uh, twitter is number one and then i'd say obviously twitch is number two awesome awesome looking forward to see the season finally start up for you guys and then kind of go from there but uh last quick question for uh gliz trap talking to the students younger generation that are learning nba 2k they like to play it and now they hear you guys and think whoa i can actually make money doing this what advice would you give them uh, we'll start with you, Trap. Um, the advice I can give them is um, they need to try to hone their craft versus just get on a team that's really good. You can get on a team that's really good, and it's say if it's a you know you play a certain position and, and you you necessarily only do one skill set. And when you make the league, you got to you're kind of required to do a magnitude of different things. So uh, if you, if they can try the best to hone their skill in every aspect of the game, from passing, from shooting playing defense, playing a different position than they're normally accustomed to playing, you know, just get involved in doing almost everything you can to be the best player you can at, at almost everything. Because when you get in the league, you, it's so hard to just say, oh, I'm just here to do this and that's it. You know, I'm not a shooter. I'm not a not a passer. I can just stand here or, um, you know, I'm a point guard, but I can't play center. I'm a center that can't do this. You, you really expect to do more than what you're used to from being at home. So just all. Try to hone your craft, get in there, make sure that you're the best that you can be at everything you can do in the game. Awesome. Awesome. Gliz, what about you? What do you think? Um, I think you should master, like, a position. Like, master if you play center, you want to play point guard, master master the position. Um, after you do that, like, try to always outthink your opponents Um, because I know we play physically, like, with the remote control, but this game is, like, it's a lot mentally like you're thinking a lot in this game you feel what I'm saying so um and also like um what, what else can I say about this um me personally when uh, I was going for the league my family members was like uh, 
it's not gonna work and all that. Um, always like try to stay positive and like motivate yourself also. Um, because it's gonna be people that don't even believe in this league to be honest, because they're like a lot older and, and stuff like that. So um, another thing, it, it it's more to it. You gotta build friendship, like your social media, like like try to like be involved with players that's already in the league now. Try to like um like build your following base and stuff, because all this gonna help you out at the end. Uh, for the 2K League and stuff like that. So that's – that's Gotcha. That's what I'll say. Gotcha. Good pieces there. I think one of the most important things you just said, no matter what you are doing, whether it's NBA 2K, uh, if you're into drawing, if you're into wanting to be a doctor, whatever it is, chase your dream. Don't ever doubt yourself. Just chase your dream. No matter who's supporting you or not supporting you, you know, believe in yourself and go after it. So that's awesome. But, guys, we're up on it on time. Uh, I sincerely, again, appreciate all of you coming on board. Really good to meet the four of you. We look forward to seeing you out there competing. I'm hoping that we can get back to normal a little bit. I'd like to see you guys compete, obviously, together uh, and kind of go from there. We wish you the best of luck. Nacho, you got to help this group bring that ring now. You did it once. we got to do it again. Um, I, I want to repeat. I, I need that second one. You know, I need to flaunt that. You know, I'm sure Wes is shaking his head right now because you know that ring conversation comes up. You know, you, you don't like it, but uh, yeah, man, I, I can't have them tarnishing. Man, I, I need to go back to back. I need to say I'm the only guy in the league with two rings. There you go. There you go. I think you got a great young group that can do it. Uh, we look forward to following it, and hopefully, down uh, we can connect again down the road a few weeks, just kind of check in, see how things are going, and go from there. All right. All right. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Best of luck Thank this you. season. And we'll see All you right. later. Bye. Bye. Bye.